Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. There is a huge anniversary today. We will talk about that, exactly what's going on there. We got Dave Rubin here, Tudor Dixon here, Republicans are having hearings, all that and more. It's coming up, and I'm right. Well, the economic news is bad, really bad. We'll get into that in a moment and where I think we're headed. But as we go into this thing, this economic downturn, is there a nicer way to put what we're about to go through? As we go into this economic downturn, you're going to see a lot of something, a lot of something. And I want to make sure you're aware of it, because as you see it, I want to make sure you know what you're seeing. There's an old saying. I actually don't know who came up with it first, but it's an old saying. It says, victory has a thousand fathers, but defeat is an orphan. It's a great line. I've heard JFK use the line, although I don't think it's his line. For It's a great line, isn't it? And it is so true. It is so true. Whenever you see any kind of success anywhere, anywhere, 
everyone will chime in and say, I was part of that, I did that. You'll see that when someone wins a political campaign, the presidency or something like that. People will for years run on, well, I was the assistant deputy campaign manager in Sheboygan, so I, I, I was a big part of it. Victory has a thousand fathers, defeat is an orphan. When, some, when someone loses, when something bad happens, no one owns it. Nobody. Uh, who did this? Uh, that's, man, that's weird. Or they'll point fingers at everyone else. Hey, who, hey, they did this. And this is going to be something you're going to see a lot of from the right. Not from the communists. From the right. All right, but look, you know all the news. You know all the news about Moody downgrading essentially our entire banking industry. You know about the bailouts. That's what they are. Don't let them lie to you. They're bailouts. They are. You know about, well, we now have another one. Looks like it's collapsing. We're not going to go into the details of that right now. And we know about inflation, interest rates. We see the learning loss in children. We see horrible, horrible things happening in the medical community. They can't fill, the, they can't fill hospitals with enough nurses. People are getting bad medical care. We see all this disaster out there right now. And here's what's really popular on the right, and maybe you've done this yourself. What's really popular on the right is that it's Joe Biden did it. Look at what the Democrats did. Well, you know what today is? Today is the three-year anniversary of the moment that brought all this stuff in to where we are now. We're announcing new guidelines for every American to follow over the next 15 days. As we combat the virus, each and every one of us has a critical role to play in stopping the spread and transmission of the virus. We, we did this today. This was done by a lot of very talented people, some of whom are standing with me. I don't care if that hurts. We're going to own things here on the right. We're going to be honest about why we're going through pain why we're about to go through look moody look let's just go over it moody is calling it a recession most smart people are predicting a recession i think it'll be worse than that actually and even though a depression can't be defined i think what we're about to go through is going to be more severe than 2008 i say significantly more severe i think it is going to hurt and it is going to hurt for some length of time and we are going through all of this, everything you see right now, including the election of Joe Biden, everything you see right now is the result of the insane idea that you should look at your economy and say, stop when you get a virus. It is the dumbest concept I have ever seen take hold around the world, including the land of the free right here in America. Hey, let's just decide how much we can dictate to people who can go to work, who can't go to work, who gets to keep their business, who has to lose their business. After all, someone has the sniffles. I've never seen an idea so insane take hold on the left and the right. And this is what's going to drive me nuts. People on the right who participated in it will now point fingers as we just fly this plane right into the side of the economic mountain. Everyone on the right, especially every elected Republican, every Republican running for office, oh, look at the Democrats. Oh, Democrats and inflation. Oh, Democrats did this. Democrats did that. Multiple 
trillion dollar bills passed by Republicans, printing six, seven trillion dollars before Joe Biden ever walked into the White House. I will not, I will not stand by and allow it to happen. I will demand ownership and accountability for the people who did this to us, Democrat and Republican. Did Democrats do it? You bet. Were they worse? Of course they are. They're communists. They're always worse. Republicans paved this road right next to Democrats, top to bottom. All of them did it. That's, that's not fair. Almost all of them did it. About 99% of the Republicans in this country did it. And now, you want to know how doomed we are? Janet Yellen says we're fine. Now you know we're doomed. I can reassure the members of the committee that our banking system is sound and that Americans can feel confident that their deposits will be there when they need them. Yeah, I'm not confident. I'm not telling you to go down to your bank and pull your money out. I, I'm not saying that. You uh, make your own financial decision. That's probably a dumb one to make, so don't do that. But I'm not. come on now. I see what's happening. It's already starting to snowball. And then we have, you know, which banks are going to get bailed out, which ones aren't? Well, Silicon Valley Bank, $73 million. Why would you give $73 million to a Marxist front group called Black Lives Matter? Well, you give them that money because you know what you're buying is membership into the system. And it took them about half a day. No, no one's going to bail them out. No one's going to bail them out. We're not bailing them out. And then, bing, they get bailed out. Of course they do. They paid their membership into the system. And now something even worse is coming, and this is really why I'm predicting a, a depression. The banks, because they're starting to freak out and close and we're seeing things like this, the banks are now pushing for no more interest rate hikes. Hey, don't raise rates. Hey, we're all going to close. Don't raise rates. And it's not like I want interest rates to go up. But remember, there's not a third direction. You either have massive inflation which can end the nation it's that big of a deal or you raised interest rates to get that inflation under control i wish there was a third direction there's not so now we get a couple bank closures the banks freak out they start chirping at the fed close stop it and now there's rumors out there now they're going to lower rates or not raise them at all everyone knows you should raise them at this point in time we got some rough times coming but hey, I don't want you to stress out about that because remember, Republicans are having hearings. Security. Then why doesn't the president care? He cares very deeply. Then where is his plan? He stands ready to work with Congress. That's a lie address. because when a bipartisan group of senators has repeatedly requested to meet with him about social so that somebody who is a current beneficiary will not see her benefits cut by 24%, we have not heard anything on our request. That'll get them. But that's what Republicans want you to see. That's what Republicans want you to remember. Do you know what I remember? Everyone's forgotten about this by now. You probably have already forgotten about it. I know I'm weird, but you know what I remember? I can't get it out of my head. It just eats at me to this day. The $1.7 trillion omnibus bill. The $1.7 trillion omnibus bill. And here's why it irks me. I want to make sure everyone remembers what the circumstance was. They had, we had just elected a GOP House, so the Democrats were going to lose the House. 
they had to pass some kind of a funding bill. They could have passed a little mini one so the new Congress, when it got sworn in, could decide on what the major budget items were going to be. But because they were worried the new GOP House might hold back on some of the outright insanity in that bill, they packaged $1.7 trillion of every left-wing handout you could possibly find, and they slammed it through a lame duck Senate, and they not only did it with Republican support, Mitch McConnell went on television and bragged about it. So, admittedly, I'm pretty proud of the fact that with a Democratic president, a Democratic House, and a Democratic Senate, we were able to achieve, through this omnibus spending bill, essentially all of our priorities. They spit in your face, and then they stand up in front of the camera, and they lie to you about it. And they hope you forget. You know how many of these senators get mad that I keep bringing it up? Sorry, senators, I'm going to keep bringing it up forever. Screw every single one of you. How disrespectful you are of us, of the citizens of this nation. That was so disrespectful. And so, to wrap all this up, do remember that as the pain train comes, do remember that it was a bipartisan pain train. I know we love to say it's all Joe, it's all Democrats. Three years ago, it wasn't Democrats running the show. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I am right. And we'll talk a little bit more about Silicon Valley Bank with Dave Rubin and more here in just a moment. Before we get there, hey, what are you going to do? Have a cup of coffee. That's what I'm doing. I, I sit down. I do my show. I have a cup of bone frog coffee beside me every single show. Actually, that's not true. I have two. I make about halfway through the show drinking one. I drink during the commercial breaks. Then I have another one. Why? Because bone frog coffee is freaking amazing it was started by a Navy SEAL because it honors the fallen SEALs. That's what the bone frog stands for anyway. Because 10% of my purchase goes to various Navy SEAL foundations, and it's the best cup of coffee I've ever had. Bonefrogcoffee.com, promo code JESSE gets you 10% off subscriptions. Bonefrogcoffee.com, promo code JESSE. We'll be back. and black-led companies than other companies. We want to help close the Latino wealth gap. I want to be able to help them build generational wealth. I love access to innovation because of what it stands for. Giving access to opportunities such as training, such as financing, introductions that people would not necessarily get. This is part of a initiative that everyone is committed to from the CEO down. It's meaningful work that has to be done. My name is Beatriz Acevedo. I'm Dave Salvan and I'm happy to be part of Access to Innovation. Latino Wealth Gap. Joining me now, my buddy Dave Rubin, host of the Rubin Report. Dave, is there a Latino Wealth Gap? Because all the richest buddies I have are Mexican. My best buddy, he, he's about to buy a Lamborghini. I think it's like $218,000. All the Mexicans I know are rich. 
Dude, I live in Miami. You know how many super rich Cubans are driving around in the craziest <laughs> cars you have ever seen down here? Uh, by the way, on the Chiron under my name, is there any chance you could put uh, Latino wealth gap expert or something like that, Hispanic <laughs> wealth gap expert? Look, it's it, this is so endemic of everything wrong with everything right now. That bank, SVB, was not concerned with making a good return on the money that they were, you know, uh, that their people were depositing. They were doing all of this crazy diversity, equity, and inclusion nonsense. You know, as a founder of a company, as you know, I started Locals a couple of years ago and we ended up merging with Rumble. I never thought of my skin color as an important piece of what was going on there. And I certainly don't think my investors did either. We had a good product. We worked really hard. You lose money for a while as a startup. And then eventually, if you have a good product, good things happen. Nobody in the investing world looks at the skin color or the sexuality or the genitals of anyone building a product and is like, that's why I'm going to or not going to invest. What they go for is, are you doing something good, something worthwhile, and something that I can make some money on? And this endless obsession with race, that used to be something racists were obsessed with. Now, apparently, it's the anti-racists. David, to your point, because as you pointed out, you're a successful businessman, and congratulations on that, by the way. But I don't understand. That's how I look at the world. That's how you look at the world. It would never occur to me if I'm doing anything. Forget business. If I'm starting a Little League team, it would never occur to me to, to okay, uh, do we have enough black people? Or do we need more women. Who's gay? We don't have, we're short on the gays. We can't, it would never occur to me to look at the world this way. Yet that's how these people look at everything. What happened? Is this a childhood thing? How did this sickness grow so much? Yeah, well, look, as Ben Shapiro has been quoted as saying once or twice, facts don't care about your feelings. And there is a generation in America right now that has grown up thinking that their feelings matter more than anything else, that it does not matter whether you are actually good at anything, whether you are competent at anything, whether you have original thoughts or anything to actually offer. What they seemingly care about is to virtue signal that they are good. And the best way you can do that as a white person is by bowing. And that for everyone else, that the, the age old stuff that we had put to bed about not caring about skin color is now something that you should care about. It's nonsense. And, and you know, Jesse, joking aside, the real issue here is that once this woke nonsense enters any institution, whether it's an educational institution or a government institution or any organization or company, you will slowly degrade the product. If you say to a certain set of people, we will let you into college, uh, because of your skin color and then grad school from there and med school from there and then you're going to get the job from there, etc. You're going to end up with worse doctors. You are going to end up with, with worse pilots. If I had a heart attack today, I would not care about the skin color of my surgeon. I would want the best surgeon. But if we then extrapolate this situation further where we have doctors being hired by their skin color and sexuality, you will be guaranteed that you will not get the best doctor and the best doctors will flee. They're probably all going to go to some island on Bora Bora or something and only rich people will get to see them. Yeah, that's it's why I call it the death of everything. It's just going to slowly kill everything around us. And you, look, you make such a great point with the doctor. 
I think many people don't make that connection, though. They'll see some internet video of a group of vicious little monsters at Georgetown Law just being little communists, and they think, ah, college kids. What they don't think about, Dave, is no, 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 that kid, 20 years from now, he's going to be the judge presiding over your case. He's going to look at your Facebook page and say, up, throw the book at him. And that's how these people think, and that's how they're working their way through everything. You know, Jesse, years ago when I was one of the first people, especially because I was a lefty at the time and I was talking about what's going on here with quashing down free speech and all of this stuff and shouting down speakers and the immaturity and not debating ideas and all of that stuff. One of the things that people would tell me all the time, usually on the left, they would say, Dave, you know, when these kids get out of college, uh, the, the real world will show them what's what. But I think what we've now seen after the last 10 years is that the real world basically folded easier than a wet paper bag. You know, they got out it's into this. the real world and they somehow took over institutions. So you literally have giant publishing houses like Penguin Books or Simon & Schuster where the inmates are running the asylum and junior editors get to decide what book is gonna be published or not. So the real world, unfortunately, uh, may already be down that path that you're talking about where everything in essence will be ruined, except that a group, a small group, I would say of conservatives will just keep building different things and move to better states. And that's just how it'll be. Speaking of diversity ruining everything and how it can just absolutely kill what should be a quality position, here's Kamala Harris. What is the actual role on a daily basis as you have found it? Well, I have the great privilege of serving with Joe Biden, who was president of the United States. He really is a true partner and he understands the job. And remember, we came in during the height of the pandemic. Yes. And so, so much of the work was about, okay, we've got to cover a lot of bases and let's figure out how between us we can do it. But he is um, an extraordinary leader. That's an excellent answer. And uh, the question was, what is the job of the vice president? <laughs> Your answer is part of the job, I'm guessing. Well, you know, my job is to do, I mean, for example, I'll tell you, um, I was recently in Munich at the Munich Security Conference, yes. and, um, and the job there was to stand up, and as you know, most of my career I spent as a prosecutor, and I declared that um, we, the United States of America, believe that Russia has committed crimes against humanity. Yes. What is and the significance? Dave, Jesse, I she's the sharper still, one. No, she's the sharper one no, of her and Biden. <laughs> what does that tell you? Dave, I'm not sure that she is. And it still cracks me up that, 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 back to what we were talking about, this diversity sickness, Joe Biden, because he's not a fully functional adult, as you just pointed out, he announced he was going to make a diversity hire for vice president. Remember that? He stood up in front yes. of everybody and he said, I'm not just, it's not only going to be a woman, it, it's going to be a black woman. And then, and then there were like two of them to choose from and it was her or Stacey Abrams and he picks Kamala Harris. And now this is our leadership, Dave. It, it, it's so profoundly pathetic. I mean, all he did, like <laughs> you got to understand, Stephen Colbert is an agent of the machine. He is only there to prop up Democrats and lie about Republicans and keep the grift of uh, the machine going endlessly. He asks her literally the easiest question you could possibly ask someone. What do you do for a living? 
It would be like, Jesse, if I asked you what you do for a living and you start telling me what your garbage man does for a living. It doesn't make any sense, but it's the best that these people can choke out because yes, she is a diversity hire. Let's not forget, we, we did the check on my show live this morning. She had uh, about 1,900 people arrested for marijuana offenses when she was state attorney general in California. And uh, I'm pretty sure her, uh, her answer had a little something to do with the amount of weed she might be smoking. <laughs> I think she was high right there. Dave Rubin, Rubin Report. Thank you, brother. Good to see you, my friend. You too. All right. Tudor Dixon joins us next. We don't like to talk about certain things. I don't like to talk about it. You don't like to talk about it. For instance, let's talk about your underwear. I mean, I don't really want to talk about your underwear. You don't want to talk about my underwear. You don't want to, you don't want to picture me in underwear. I don't want to picture you in underwear. But we have to wear underwear. And good underwear is very, very difficult to come by. Very, very difficult to come by, especially as a dude. It can, look, I'm not going to go into all the details. It can bind, it's, it's visible, or it can get too hot. It, have you heard about Undertack? You want to know what the Special Forces boys wear? Undertack. Undertack is, it's like nothing I've ever put on before. I was a boxer's guy, then boxer briefs guy. That just, I've been looking forever for what I finally found. Go to undertack.com, use the code JESSE20, because that gets you 20% off, and go get the greatest freaking underwear ever. Just trust me on this. Undertack.com, code JESSE20. moments where we you know had to make some decisions that in retrospects don't make a lot of sense right um, if you went into the hardware store if you go into the hardware store but we, we didn't want people you know all congregating around the gardening supplies people said oh she's outlawed seeds it was February in Michigan no one was planting anyway but um, that being said you know some of those policies I look back and think you know that what maybe was was a little was a little more than we needed to do I hate these people. Joining me now, Tudor Dixon just ran against Governor Ratchet there, and she also has a podcast coming out March 20th, the Tudor Dixon podcast. Tudor, in hindsight, it was ridiculous to ban seeds. No, it was ridiculous actually immediately when they did it. You and most normal people could see that, but these monsters didn't care and they did it anyway. Which was not February, I just have to say. that We did not shut down until March. These orders went through June. This was not just banning the sale of seeds. This was closing down entire greenhouses who then went out of business. I mean, she robbed people of their livelihood. And she goes, meh, big deal. Similar to our debate when she said schools were closed for three months. No, they were closed for almost two years in some cases. But it doesn't matter. She's got to push that aside because she's got bigger things to do now. You know that. She's running for president. She is running for president. Tudor, that, you know what? I can't get something out of my mind. You lost to Gretchen Whitmer, not to bring up old stuff that's I know painful. I've lost two elections. I know it's, it's just a really great feeling when people bring that up. But I'm still mad about you losing and I'm mad at the people of Michigan. I know that's probably not fair because I know there are a bunch of wonderful people in Michigan. But how do you let that, I almost said something bad, how do you let that woman do that to you for years and then go reelect her and reelect her overwhelmingly and pick a Democratic House and Senate in the state of Michigan? What's wrong with Michigan besides their football team? 
look, <laughs> this happened across the country, but it definitely in Michigan, in other states as well. So I think as Republicans in general, we have to step back and say, why is this happening? How is this happening? What tools are they using with people to manipulate them into voting or is it something else? And so that's what we're doing. We're unpacking that right now and saying, why is this happening? Why are we not effective with messaging? And truly, I think that part of it is that we aren't getting our message out. We aren't getting the voter context that we should be getting. There is not the ground game that the Democrats have. And that was a, a, a real argument against the RNC and some other folks. Why did we lose so many elections and what are we not doing? And that's something we have to figure out so that we can win in 24. Have we figured it out? Because we we lost, well, we lost Michigan, we lost Wisconsin, we lost Pennsylvania, we lost Minnesota. Th these are kind of critical states that we need if we want the presidency and other things. And it is March 16th of 2023, the clock is ticking. Have we figured out anything? Well, this is honestly, this is a concern. And this is why when I talk to my donors, I've been telling them Republicans have historically thought that there was an off year and Democrats don't have an off year. They keep running the entire time. They keep making sure that people are putting money into their machine and they have their machine running. So for the Republicans that are out there, make sure you know this is a continuous process. This is now the business of elections and Democrats are beating us at it. We can't let that happen anymore. Is it simple as ballot harvesting? Do they care more? Do they want it more? Because look, no matter what their get out the vote strategy is, people still have to vote for the most part. People still have to vote and they're still choosing these people over freedom. Why do you think that there's, is? There's a lot more going to, well, they're, they're pinpointing what people's soft spots are. So they're finding out, and obviously abortion was a big winner for them. That was a big soft spot. And I like to explain it this way. For young women, when they're learning about their rights, they're learning about the woman's right to vote right next to the woman's right to choose. And we're kind of taught, you're in this club, defend this. And so that's a soft spot. They went after these young women and said, this right that, that women fought for for you is gonna be taken away. They're very good at that. We are not as good at that. We are taking these situations, these social issues, we're mad about it, but we're not messaging it the correct way. We're also not getting the mailings out to people. We're not getting into their phones. We're not getting into their social media. The, the tech geniuses on the left are doing a great job wiping us off the map. Okay, let's talk about young women for a moment, because it's true they can't drive, but they generally do love their children. At least every woman I know does. So why is this something that resonates with a woman of any age? I, now, I know I was stupid, but still, I couldn't imagine there being an age where I got some girl pregnant and thought, well, just murder the thing, who cares? Yet there's a lot of young women who feel that way. How is that possible? So I really don't think that that's what they're thinking. I, I really believe that what it is is most women are not going to use that choice anyway, but it's the idea that that's being taken away. And the fact that it has been taught to them as this is a right of yours. You've been given this as a right. And like I said, there is a for years in these in our public schools, I know because I went through a public school and I, t I, would, I learned this the exact same way. You have certain rights, women fought for these rights. We're all limped together in this world. And if somebody is gonna take that away from you, it's not really that women are looking at this as a, 
I get to choose to get rid of my baby or not. It's just that idea of losing something. As someone explained it to me this way, they said, it's a lot easier to say, you don't want someone to take this away than offer them something new and try to get them to change. And so that I think was really effective. Somebody's trying to rob you of this. And I think that's gonna be tough for the Democrats when they come after guns, because that's not an effective message to go to gun owners and say, we're gonna take this away. And that's something that we need to look at as Republicans and say, how do we message correctly to make sure that people know exactly what the Democrats are trying to take from you? What's this podcast of yours going to be about? Well, as I traveled around the state of Michigan, I got to know so many awesome people, people that are I hate to say this, Jesse, but way more awesome than you. So I would like <laughs> to share them <laughs> with the world. And so a lot of it is going to be bringing true life American stories to the podcast and letting people learn how great the country is, how awesome the people are, but also just getting some, diving deep into some of these topics and pulling it apart. You know, we're, we're really good at being outraged, but I want to kind of dissect things and discuss them and get away from outrage and more into knowledge and learning. Tudor Dixon, the Tudor Dixon podcast out in like four days. I hope you don't screw it up. Thanks, Tudor. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. All right. We have to talk about anti-Asian discrimination, which is apparently just something that's a thing now in this country. Can you believe that? All right. You know what? Let's talk about something different real quick. You ever see that movie Man on Fire? Denzel Washington movie? It's a great movie. There's a little scene in that movie, you probably already forgot it, but he's teaching this girl how to swim while he's teaching her to be a better competitive swimmer. And she says something about being tough. And you know what he says to her? It's a great line. There's no such thing as tough. There's trained and there's untrained. You know why you don't shoot like a Navy SEAL, Delta Force? You think that they're just born better than you? No, they train. They train more. They train all the time. Now, I don't expect you to become Delta Force, but we all need to train because when your adrenaline's pumping and you're scared and you have to make that shot or die or lose a loved one, it's hard to hit if you haven't practiced. Mantis X allows me to practice in my home, in my studio, wherever I want with feedback, live drills. Uh, they're putting me through drills. You're keeping track of your score. You'll watch yourself get good with your weapon without firing a shot. That's, a, that's incredible. Go to mantisx.com and get one today. There's a reason the Green Berets use it. Mantisx.com, all right? We'll be back. Parents matter. And parents deserve not only to be at the table, but they deserve to have the head seat at the table. And when we had seen, once we got into office, that it was worse than we expected when we actually saw the fact that many of the things that the left liberal progressives were saying weren't going on in schools mm -hmm. were actually going on in schools. Yeah. And so we had to go to work right away in order to make a difference. Joining me now, Azar Nomani with the Independent Women's, uh, Independent Women's Network, sorry about that, and author of The Woke Army. Azra, first of all, I thought it was the Independent Women's Forum. That's what screwed me up there. Is this a different organization? 
We're just growing and growing. So the Independent Women's Network is this awesome new uh, organization that's been started under the Independent Women's Forum. And it, you know why? Um, because of all these mama bears out there who want to rally the troops. And that's what, so we're creating chapters all over the country. I am talking to you right now from my mom's home in West Virginia, where we have a chapter because um, mama bears are everywhere. Why are mama bears so upset these days? Oh my gosh, because, you know, we have one sacred duty in this world, and that is to care for these beautiful cubs that came into our lives. I, I'll never forget the day that my son was born. I was just moved, you know, moved beyond words that, that the divine in this world had given me this gift, right? And there it is. I was the PTA mom. I was out there, you know, in the, on field day. These are our innocent duties that we try to do with all our hearts. And then what's happened is this, this network that I call the woke army, it's come after our kids and we are not gonna allow this. And that's why we're standing up everywhere when we're angry because they are trying to claim the innocence of our children and deny them their futures by cutting out advanced math, you know, and and um, and filling it with ethnic studies and social emotional learning that's just a Trojan horse for their indoctrination. And so that's why we're not gonna take it. Speaking of cutting out advanced math, let's talk about the anti-Asian discrimination that's been going on in this country for, for a long time and in a lot of places, in Harvard too. The, the entire Harvard campus would be Asians except for Harvard has decided to racially discriminate against Asians. This is taking place in Fairfax County as well. You did some reporting on this. What'd you find? Yeah, you know, I thought that this was just a thing of the past, this idea of discrimination, but I put before me, right behind me, you can see this photograph. This was a picture of my father as he was leaving India to come to the United States of America. My parents both grew up under British colonial rule. So they literally were living under what we call white supremacy. And where did they choose to come? The United States of America. Because this principle in America of equal opportunity is so sacred. And then fast forward, many decades and my son is at the number one high school in the United States, Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology. And in the summer of 2020, the woke army decides that they're gonna put a hit on the Asian students that are at the school. And why? Because they need to claim this idea of merit. And why do they need to do that? To dumb down kids everywhere and bring in their indoctrination. And so Asian families, Asian kids, we are in the trenches as sacrificial lambs for this woke army because they we are we are defying the narrative that they're pushing that America white supremacist nation that denies minorities opportunities. We challenge that and we show every day. Thank you for the compliment about Harvard. Um, you know we sh we show every day that we can succeed in this country because this nation of equal opportunity benefits all. You wrote in your book, The Woke Army, that Islamists are working with the communists. How's that work? Oh my gosh, it's so shocking. Like this is the cover of my book. It's a, it's a cover that I would never have imagined when I began this journey. I'm a Muslim. I came to this country, enjoyed opportunities here, that I could not in any Muslim country in the world. 
But then what has happened is the most fundamentalist in my religion have aligned with the far left in the United States to hijack the Democratic Party, liberalism even, with their very illiberal ideas. And they are working together in this network that I call the woke army in order to destabilize this nation. And one of the ways that I saw this firsthand, I would never have believed it, except I witnessed it firsthand in our K through 12 system in Virginia. And that's why in the summer of 2020, I stood up as a mom because I understood that these very nefarious actors were working together now to undermine not only America, but our kids. And that's why I wrote this book was because I wanted people to see their strategy, see how they work so that you can all be inoculated to it and, and not be shamed or intimidated by their tactics, you know, that are so tyrannical that they would force anybody to run away, but we all have to stand up. That's what we must do. Azra, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything that you do for America. Good. All right, we're not done yet. We still have light in the mood to come. You didn't think we were just going to skip light in the mood and the greatest freaking video ever. We've played it before. It's been a long time. Gosh, I love it. Just hang on for that before we get to that, though. You know what? You know what the wife does to me every single day? She makes me drink this superfood smoothie she makes for me and the boys. And when I say I don't want it and I don't want to eat that, and there, why is there kale in it? I don't even know what kale is. She says, you got to get your nutrition. You never get it another way. And she's right. It's the same thing with your dog. Why should you give your dog rough greens? Well, I already feed him dog food. Yeah, but there's nothing in the dog food. The dog food's dead. You give your dog rough greens because, not just because it's all natural, you give your dog rough greens because it has all the vitamins and minerals your dog has never had in his life. Digestive enzymes, omega oils. You want, you want your dog to be healthy, live longer, fix his digestive problem. Do you want, you want results with your dog? Good results? Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse. They give you a free jumpstart trial bag. Roughgreens.com slash jesse. All right? Free shipping, too. We'll be back. What's the greatest internet video of all time? That's, that's a tough question to answer, right? There's a lot of them out there. I would argue it's the one we're about to play you. And you know what makes it so brilliant? Isn't just the hilarity of the video. It's that all this was authentic. This was before the day and age where everything was a setup and everything was written and scripted. It was just a local news report that went wrong, right? I don't know how you want to say it, but it was awesome. We'll play it for you in a second. Before we get to that, let's get to this. Let's get to the timeshare you think you're stuck in, even though you're not. Please hear me. You are not stuck in that timeshare. You think you are. They tell you you are. You're stuck. You can't do anything about it. You're stuck. Sorry, you signed the contract, but you're not stuck. Lone Star Transfer caught on to this game years ago, and since then they've helped 18,000, over 18,000 people get out of their timeshare legally and permanently. No more annual fees, no more special assessments, no more letters. Gone. Does that sound nice to you? You know you're a phone call away from being free. 
844-310-2646. Or you can go to LoneStarTransfer.com, all right? All right, now, the greatest internet video ever. Well, just in time for St. Patrick's Day, crowds are coming by the dozens to get an up-close view at what some say is a piece of Irish folk folklore. Some people in the Crichton area of Mobile say a leprechaun has taken up residence in their neighborhood. A leprechaun. NBC 15's <laughs> Brian Johnson has more. Curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community. Many of you bring binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! Eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. If you shine a light in its direction, it suddenly disappears. This amateur sketch resembles what many of you say the leprechaun looks like. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. My theory is it's casting a shadow from the other limb. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff and it told him to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. We're going to get down to the bottom of this. Yeah, still on there, guy. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, man. This guy helping to direct traffic says he's prepared for his encounter with the leprechaun. He's suited up from head to toe. This wars off spells right here. This is a special leprechaun flute which has been passed down from thousands of years ago from my great-great-grandfather who was Irish. I just came to help out. Others just came to get lucky in hopes a pot of gold may be buried under this tree. I'm going to run a backhoe and uproot that tree. I want to know where the gold is. I want to go. Give me the go. I want to go. This is Brian Johnson, NBC 15 News. People will do anything <laughs> for a pot of gold. I mean, anything. You know what I like? I like the amateur sketch of the leprechaun. Yeah, it looks like somebody yeah. got a really good look at it and got that good drawing out Who, who there. did that? I want to know who sketched that. I don't know. Maybe Brian sketched it. <laughs> Doodling. <laughs> that was a good story. My great-great-grandfather, who was Irish? <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children, builds specifically adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army 
during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time